Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. This is Rebel Guru Radio, episode 35. This is Rebel Guru Radio with best-selling spiritual author Eric Pepin. Follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash higher balance. Designed by the Rebel Guru himself, Eric Pepin, Magnetic Pill was made to enhance results with all higher balance training. Accelerate sensory development, achieve deeper meditations, better overall focus, and so much more. Go to magneticpill.com forward slash rebel for $10 off every month or get a three month supply with our buy two, get one free special. In this episode, Eric answers questions posed by members of our online community. We discuss everything from simulated reality to spiritual comfort zones to the illusions that are meant to hold your consciousness in place. Learn to break the pattern of stagnation and liberate your mind's potential. Enjoy. A guru is just another word for a teacher. So to say in, in English or in you know Western thinking, if you will, is to say that it, it is someone who directs and, and instructs you or teaches you knowledge in order to advance you in a way. That's how I see it. It's, it's someone who teaches you knowledge to, to better yourself. But I think there are good teachers and there are bad teachers. And I think as a guru, a spiritual teacher, it is, it is my job to break that which restrains you in order to help you become liberated through your own action. I can, I can show you what you need to do, but it's up to you to either trust me or not trust me. And it's only through trust that you take that leap. And, and it's only at that time whether you, where you move forward or not. So a guru is a teacher and you, if you, 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 your ego says, no, I don't need a teacher. But yet you, you gobble up this information. Well, then you'll always remain in the ego and you'll think you're not. But it, it really is. You either, you either accept – if you are listening to what I'm teaching you in any of these classes and you go back for seconds, I'm already teaching you. You've accepted that. It's your ego that's in denial and therefore you cannot move beyond it. And when we hear talk like that, I, don't, I think it makes a more powerful spiritual person when they move past that rather than not. But that's a whole other class in itself. But a guru is someone who, who you have chosen – to teach you until you decided that you, you don't want to be taught no more and then they stop being your guru. It's someone you seek advice and guidance and knowledge, but also integrity and, 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 and someone taking great concern in your, your evolution. There seems to be a difference between a teacher and a guru, and it seems to fall in line with trust and, and non-trust. So it's like, I think you got to trust a teacher too, but mm-hmm. we, we use it in more general day-to-day stuff so we don't put the same emphasis in the quality of their personality or their nature or their intentions. Mm-hmm. But you have to understand that a guru is dealing with 
things that are very deeply spiritual, philosophical, and really is a very deep place of your mind, your psyche, who you are, your, your most personal level of self. A teacher's dealing with teaching you how to build a car or teaching you how to read and write or all very personal and all can have effect on your outwelling life. But, but a real guru is to say that it's a teacher who's specifically evolving probably the most critical and most sacred part of you. And that is the part of you that's, that is trying to awaken and, and make contact with the universe. So, and this person says, in my own reflections, I see that my relationship with Eric seems to mirror my relationship with the Force. How can an understanding of this help us go deeper into our own, our, in our trust? This goes back to what I said decades ago. I'm, I'm the doorman. That's it. Mm -hmm. I can open the door for you and let you in. I can shut the door, but that doesn't mean the door is locked to you. Just open it yourself. I'm doing a courtesy. Okay, so if you've got groceries in your hand and it's a lot of baggage and I'm and you don't have somebody to open that door, it's harder. But it can be done. Mm -hmm. I'm accelerating your awakening. Most people, this is the, the the cliffhanger, most people who don't have somebody to assist them, their life begins and ends before they achieve it. The idea is to achieve it as soon as quickly as you can while you still have youth and strength and energy or whatever stage of life you are, the idea is to, to achieve it before you, this life cycle ends. And that's the advantage of having somebody assist you. And, it's, and when, when you wait till you're 30, 40, 50, 60, wherever you are, it's just, it's just insane. In this person's particular research, they're saying that they notice there's a secret initiation that must take place between the guru and the initiate. What is this initiation for those that are unable to meet Eric in person? Can a deep initiation take place using audio and videos? Look, you know, let, let's let's cut to the chase here. Okay, you know, this is this is where there are people who can meet me in person, and if you meet me in person, there's it would I would be lying to you to say that there's not an astronomical advantage. Okay. But look, there are people all over the world and there, there are people who deserve to be taught and they don't have the resources to travel to me and there's only one of me to travel to everybody else, okay? So the way that we're doing it is pretty phenomenal. At some point, it is your mission in life to make a pilgrimage to, to where that teacher is if that opportunity exists. And I hope that at some point, I mean, I've done free lectures. I've done all these. It's not that I'm not trying. It's just about you finding out or you making the effort or you feeling there's a value in it, okay? As far as a secret initiation, look, I don't like the idea of secret, you know, it sounds too, too whatever. I'm, I'm a modern guru. Look, everybody has a, a deep level or state of consciousness that, that either needs to be confronted or, or elevated or whatever. And, and no one thing is ever the same for every single person. That is something I have to figure out upon the day I sit down and, and talk with you. And that, that's really what it's about. I think that the, the biggest initiation is, is did you make the effort to, to be at the feet of the person you're, that you're teaching? You know, there's, a, there's an old uh, book we always say, at the feet of the master, okay? It's not about ego and dominance. That, that comes from an egotistic point of view. It's to say that you're not literally at the feet of the master. It's to say that you are humbled yourself so much 
in the hopes that one day you become greater than the master. That's what I want. I want you to exceed me. That's the greatest work I could do in the name of, of the universe, is to say to the universe, look at these badasses I created. Look at, look at what I've contributed. That is my single most greatest thing as a teacher that I want to do. But I can't do that until you've presented yourself to me. And the more knowledge you have, great. But sometimes you don't need any knowledge to present yourself. Everybody feels the force in different ways. Let it move you and don't, don't tell it how to be moved or when that's going to be. you got to feel it. So what are your thoughts on the, like when people say, you know, you are your own guru. And in this person's uh, question, it says, in the film Awake, the life of Yogananda, a man mm -hmm. says that, he asked the saint, how can I get closer to my guru? The saint looked at the man like he was crazy and said, the guru is what's looking out of your eyes right now. Is Look, everybody has a guru in them. What do I keep trying to have everybody do? I say teach. Mm -hmm. You want to grow, teach. But you also have to teach yourself. And sometimes that means going out to seek that knowledge. Every white cell is a teacher. We, we are givers by nature. Okay. Th that is the guru inside of you as a teacher. But in order for you to awaken, you also have to educate yourself in order to do so. I often say no, no one, two gurus are the same. You take what I teach you and it becomes a hybrid as you learn into a third that becomes your knowledge base. So at the end of the day, you, you have to seek out knowledge through a teacher and eventually you, you move beyond. It's like going to college eight years. Then you become, a, you, you want your doctorate, you, then you become the professor. Now you go on to teach yourself, okay? This is, this is the nature of knowledge. This is the way it's being in since, since, since Buddhism and Hinduism and every great spiritual house of teaching. This is how it works. It, it's a good system. So Eric says that a person is drawn to his, uh, his teachings because they have an inner knowing that they must be something bigger or they know that they are here for a reason and haven't found that yet. When I hear these things, I always think that I'm at the wrong place. I can't remember a time when I felt or have a reason to be here or that there must be something bigger that there's something specific for me to do. Sometimes I feel a bit stressed about this and wonder if I shouldn't, should just stop all of this and go back to the quiet, happy red cell existence where all things were no problem. Okay, and I'll say liar, liar, because we've all thought that, we've all been there. Mm -hmm. And I can tell you, everybody else listening to this is saying the same thing mm -hmm. because go back to your red cell life, go back to everything, go back to eating your steak <laughs> and being rich and living, you know, having the, the red dress, you know, lady and everything like from the matrix. Mm -hmm. You can't unknow what you know. You, you are a white cell. You are predisposition in the essence of who you are to awaken, to serve God, period, period. You cannot remove that from yourself. The only thing you can do is fail at the attempt of wanting to achieve it. But you will always know in your heart that you didn't try. This is why we call it a warrior. If it were easy, everybody would be able to do it. Well said. And I know that from myself personally and people that I know that they feel the exact same way. Yeah, and then all they do is another three months later, they, they have another round. And, and then they, they stop and then they do another round and they stop it. Where's your fight? Don't be such a pussy. Okay, suck it up and, and you will make the distance. And you know, your rewards, if you're not getting rewards where you're getting results, then you got the wrong teacher. Mm -hmm. Or you ain't got it in you to begin with. I mean, hey, you want to blame me or you want to blame you? Bring it. I am watching the Red Cell or Red Curtain videos and I'm still wondering why it's so important 
if we are living in an illusion or a programmed world, I still want to experience all my feelings to the fullest, uh, if it's an illusion or not. I still want to feel good, less pain, enjoy the sun, and be grateful. Why does it matter so much? Well, so do, so does everybody else. The whole point of being here is to enjoy all those things. But the, the idea is, where does it stop for you as to your level of wanting to understand as much as you can? So if you, this is what I was saying just the other night. If you are in a castle and your whole life is in that castle, you get the sun on your face, you can smell the, the baked bread, you can feel the, the plants growing inside the castle, you know, walls, okay, there's garden stuff. But at some point, do you get curious to know what's outside of that wall and what's outside of the boundary and what's outside over the hilltop and outside over the ocean? Where does it end for you? For a red cell, it ends pretty fast if you ask me. Okay, it ends pretty fast for those who don't have the desire strong enough to attain the greatest amount of knowledge while they walk this earth. Okay, so if all of these things they're wonderful, okay, but it's not enough for me, and I don't believe it's enough for that person. I believe that you can have your cake and eat it too. I believe you can understand that this is a matrix, this is an illusion. At the same time, you can be perfectly okay with that and still reap and experience this incredible, mind-blowing experience that's beautiful. It's almost like you have to learn how to ex experience this dimension. Like It's almost like a form of surrender to, to really take in the experience as it's, as it's meant to be. You mean life in general? Life in general. Yeah, all yeah. white cells, 90% of them are awkward in this reality. We, we sociologically or whatever it is, we tend to have a little bit of issue with it. We either want to isolate ourselves or we, we want to not isolate ourselves. But what we do, we don't, we, we're trying to figure out where that place is. And it's something that never ends. The only way that it ends for you is to have one foot in and one foot out. And this is what I keep talking about. Find your, your spiritual evolution and your earthly evolution and mingle them together. And it becomes the highest truth of what reality in life is. And you, you become, you become aware of what you're purposes and where your, your place is. So for um, another person, but on the same topic, they're saying that when they think of the matrix or the fact that we could live in a, a simulated reality and th other things that you've talked sure. about, that it seems to strifle their, their spiritual growth um, sure. uh, or their motivation. But when they think of things uh, like, let's say from Unbound, where it's like the force is evolution, the force is flowing through me, think of the force they get this motivation, this kind of spark of, you mm -hmm. know, just mm -hmm. the force moving forward. It's, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. even though they're one in the same house. No, it's, it's true for everybody. Yeah. And I've, I've talked about this mm -hmm. at, at great length, but you know, here's the thing, you know, you are, this is like I said, with, with the whole thing with your relationship with stuff, when you're a child and you sit on Santa Claus's lap, it's Santa Claus. It's magical and special. When you grow older, you realize that Santa Claus is Ben down the road with his old beard and stuff, who's with his wife who plays Mrs. Claus. And you now have your child sitting on Ben's lap and 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 thinking mm -hmm. the child's thinking it's Santa Claus. Did, did the magic now end or did it transform for you? Okay. Mm -hmm. So in 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 essence, when we think about the force and all the stuff, we are constantly trying to to get to the greatest understanding that we can can comprehend 
So when we start to think of terms of the matrix, we understand the dynamics of, of, of the force in the sense of, of how things work, how it makes things work, how it governs, how it, how it is this invisible all-knowing energy. Well, the only thing is the veil of Santa Claus now is, is you understand how a database collectively, how, how we can say that a, a smaller multiples of database all collect to one big one. That big one actually has many bigger ones of the same size spread apart, just like the first ones, and that they collectively work for a bigger one than them, and so on and so forth. It's no different than how your body works, okay? So you have a greater understanding of how the universe is all connected, like Wi-Fi and how it all works. Now, you can stay to the idea and say, oh, Wi-Fi is amazing. Where does all this information come from? It's all in my computer, okay? And I know it comes from the ethers. Or you can understand that there are other databases and they're shared and they network and one's at a college and it's got college information. One is from a, a, a culinary art school for food. And you're drawing, it seems like it's all one place, but it's coming from different places and then it moves on to a bigger place collecting and merging all that together and so on and so forth. The idea is that when you start to have this, this understanding of the architect of the universe, your access increases to how, in the end, you do what you would call a miracle. It's just the execution of you creating that miracle has a higher level of success because you understand the increases of, of perfect timing and perfect understanding and the dynamic of every detail, it makes sense to you. Do you, you ultimately become more capable. And in, in for this person, do you, do you think or, or find that they would have a, a new level of inspiration coming to terms and ex accepting? Well, there's this. the death cycle, uh -huh. which we talked about again last night. I'm almost tempted to release last night's class just mm -hmm. to show what people get out of EJP Live, mm -hmm. okay? This is stuff that we cover in depthly. Yeah. And you know, this is what I was was saying that when this person went through these struggles, and and it's 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 I went through this same thing. This is like I say, it's like being a vampire. But first, you start off human, mm -hmm. and let's remove the idea of a vampire being bad. Let's sure, remove it. Sure, sure. But I'm trying to give it an analogy. It's to say that you go through a death, and that death is is this struggle between what you thought was reality, what you think is life, mm -hmm. and what you understand about life, and and everything that you believed about it now is. It's changing dramatically. There's this 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 want, this desire for it not to happen, or you you allow yourself to die, and then you become transformed into this this other evolution of life, and it's it's how it sees everything is greatly different. But from one perspective transferring to the other, it's almost impossible to to understand what that's like. So you fear it. Once you 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 move to that level, okay, you look back, you you kind of get it all. It makes perfect mm -hmm. sense. But the middle is the chaos of which defines whether you retreat or you move forward. And this goes right back to when I say people have to seek me out. People got to get over the fear. It's very similar. You're constantly trying to move across that that terrain that's designed like a static of, of charge preventing you from knowing what's on the other side and becoming uh, uh, intertwined with it. That's brilliant. Like, this kind of reminds me of when you talked about, there was a, an old class you talk about the like echoes of consciousness, the bubbles of reality. And yeah. you have different sociological bubbles that have perceptions of one another, yeah. which kind of keep each other by their own judgments of one another keep each other in a in a certain kind of matrix by their perception of another you could say like the 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 gym goers are perceived as the the meatheads and you know the different so there's different people different kinds of people you have the valley girls and so on and so forth 
And when you're talking about simulated reality, it's almost creating a new split and a new kind of spiritual understanding or, or, or take on spirituality. And it's, it's almost a similar thing as where these people are coming from, like this love perspective, aren't able to perceive the magic of that because they're, they're filtering it in a they certain way. They have their own bubble, which we were talking about earlier. Yeah. They have an ideal of, of how it should be, and they've, they've come to terms with that. that. That's it. That's it for them. That's what's working for them, and they're content. There's those of us who just, just know that we're not content at that level. It's not that we got, haven't gotten there. It's that it's just not enough. And for somebody to say, well, that's too bad. It's not enough for you. I would say, well, there was a time before you got to where you are in that happy love that you weren't content and other people felt the same way about where you were at. They were at, they were happy with it, but you weren't content until you found what you were. So I, I don't think I'll ever be fully content until I am immersed in the presence of the core of God. It's, it's, that is the is my drive and my drive that I want everybody to have that same connection. And if you feel you have that connection on whatever level you have, I don't begrudge that. Wonderful. I've done, you know, I, I can't do any more for you if, if that's how you feel. But if you want to understand reality and why things happen, if you, if you say this or that happens and you, you could feel it or sense it happening, I say, wonderful. So can anybody I teach. But the difference is they can see the next 20 moves of how this is all happening and decide whether they want it to, to interject with it, control it, or accept it, do whatever they want. It's you you see at a higher level of, of, of definition. And that is a greater level of, of control evolving into Doctor Strange level. You know, it's where do you where, what level would you like to understand stuff? Yeah, it just it kind of dawns on me that the struggle is is almost like there's this meter of where they they're perceiving that understanding with filters. It's no different than people who have certain kinds of religion, whether it be Christian or Mormon or something. They are not accepting of change unless it's change that is on a level that they can relate to. Do you understand? And then they're willing to accept those terms. Now, three years later of, of chipping away at that, they might be ready to move on to something bigger. But you, you, they had to work in a certain level of accepting thinking in order to evolve. But that's true for everybody. Do you understand? In a way, you could say we're at our own bubble. Somebody might counter that. And I'd say, true. So so it's it's a matter of, of opinion. Mm -hmm. So all I can say is if I if I show you how these this is why I always say I will show you how the experience the experience can define itself through your own determination you come to terms with it we've had people who've done stuff and been blown away and they're like it's too too mind blowing for me I can't compare it's it's scary it's not that it did something horrifying it's the idea of what they've seen was so beyond what their mind could wrap around they couldn't go there no more and other people go my gosh, this is what I've been looking for my whole life. I'm made for this. And they just eat it up and they're liberated. So this, this, is, this is why I don't begrudge anybody. You, you've, you've got to define in your own core, your own chest center, whether you want to move forward and press yourself, push yourself against this, this a, a wall that's in front of you, or if you just want to tire out and sit down and say, okay, I'm good right where I am. And I think that that it's it's I don't want to say to somebody shame on you, but I feel that way because as a teacher, I want to make sure that whoever I'm teaching is reaches the success that they they started off wanting, not settling for something less. And too many people settle. And I, I, I have an issue with that. I mean, the whole idea of it being a matrix, 
figuring it out wouldn't be comfortable inside of a matrix. Like it wouldn't be to figure out that you're in a matrix to really actually go to the next level of understanding it, it wouldn't be an it didn't wouldn't make sense that it'd be an easy transition. And you can't escape it until you realize you're in it. So as long as you believe that you're not imprisoned or you're not in something, you can't escape it because you don't you don't you don't realize you are. I like what you what you were just saying about about that because sometimes it seems now with all the simulated reality stuff out there and you know we we talk about it quite a bit now as well it's what people want to focus their attention on and they think that maybe just by asking questions um, on simulated reality that they're maybe going to get a shortcut to enlightenment and sometimes divert from the foundation teachings and everything else that's going to lead up to now listen everything i've ever taught has already i've already known about the matrix i've already mm -hmm. known what i know much more than i have ever said mm -hmm. but as i've said to you before people weren't ready 30 years ago do you understand mm -hmm. and so things have to be explained in certain ways so if somebody were to ask a question and i'll, I'll ask one here and it in a second. I mean, what does it do for them if they don't have the knowledge of the earlier teachings, or at least they don't put the effort into grow with it? I think they're missing out on a whole lot. I think they're, 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 well, look, I think that there, there is a knowledge that white cells bring with them to the table, no matter what. It's an, an inner knowing. It's like an inner collective and an inner understanding Okay, and so it's it's hard to say on a case by case situation whether certain information would be beneficial or not. Mm -hmm. If it were me, I would not leave no stone unturned. I would I would be like, okay, there's all these materials. I love what this Eric Pepin's teaching. Let's go look at some of the yeah. I kind of know, kind of kind of this, but I, I you know you might get some some pearls. It might be one old pearl that actually is the one piece you, that you overlooked during your own journey because the simple fact that you are are listening and inquiring tells me you're still looking it's not to say that you should think less of yourself don't let your ego get involved but the fact is is you're still searching and you you should never stop feeding yourself on the same token you know uh you don't really know until you sit down and talk to me in person i guess you know are the higher planes or are there higher planes or wherever the Akashic Records resides also simply on another simulated reality? Or is one of these planes the real deal? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's say that we, we, we look at this as computer systems, okay? As I said earlier, all the small computers combine to one big one. And that one big one, ironically, has millions of other big ones like it. And they all collectively work and collect everything to go to even a bigger computer. And that bigger computer has zillions spread out even over a greater distance apart, okay, of itself and so on. So it creates this static of information, okay, that's unified. You're basically posing an answer and they're all chipping in or, or a majority of them that, that feel that there's a relevant piece and they're building it to one collective place. That's you. So when you go to the to the guy, the Akashic record, and you you desire to know something or experience something, it's not just from one place. So if you look at the human brain and I say point to where you are, you can't do it. 
Okay, so there is the mind, your spiritual self, but but there is this brain that holds all this other information, information you're not even aware of that it's how it's running the liver, the kidney, the hearts, the your your cellular structure. It's contributing all these, and it has all your philosophical, intellectual, experiential, emotional, all this other information. And so when you want to know something, it's pulling. Something's pulling from many sources to build a presentation to you that hopefully makes you feel fulfilled enough to apply to, to life as a machine moving around. So it's true to say that it's within your mind is also true outside of you. It's just, an, it's just macro micro. Does that make sense or did I lose you? Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. So, so it's to say, is there a, a final source? That's very human. It's to say, are you the final source of who you are? And the answer is yes and no. The answer is, yeah, I, I am, but I also feel that there, there are parts of my intellect and my understanding and my moods change. So you're constantly changing also, but you're still who you are. So you're confusing me. Which is it? Mm-hmm. So, so there is a place, but that place is dependent. That final place is always dependent on everything it's connected to to maintain that it is the last place. It's interconnected. So it's, it's, it's yes and no. It, it is, it's thriving off of our collective work and it's giving us back its, its collective understanding in, in, the, in the sense that it's evolving back and forth like, like a tide bringing life in and out. I just, thought that was just, brilliant. Just, I don't know if anybody else can understand it, but I'm in my own crazy bubble now. <laughs> it seems like it's a continuum that almost infinitely goes. It, it is why, why 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 if there was an end what's the point of it all yeah if it is a program our world then why do we think that consciousness isn't a program as well why do you think there would be a way out of the code it's not a, about thinking about that there's a way out of the code it's 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 to say that you you have an elevated relationship with 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 reality, where does reality begin and end? I would say that whatever is out is just an, is just another aspect of of the reality. The moment that you're able to move into it, is it not part of your reality that that thou exists part of your experiential level? It's just whether or not you can expand that. It's to, it's to say also intellectually that some people have greater amounts of experiences than others, but because those other people never experienced going to another country or to to another place or went to the Himalayas, that it doesn't exist. It does exist, but it lives in that person's relationship that you're talking to. But it, it means that you can decide whether you want to go there or not. So when we think about moving into the matrix, that we are in the matrix. There's nothing to, to move outside of. Do you understand? That's just our three dimensional way of thinking. You have to realize is, is that that it's simply your understanding and then all of a sudden seeing energy and patterns and everything. It just becomes part of the aspect no different than you see in water or rain or fire or whatever. It's just it's just a broadening aspect of the of the of elements, if you will. If we were to pop our heads above water momentarily, meaning to to let's say break out of the matrix, what prevents us from doing so permanently? Why can't we wake up in the real world as Neo does in the matrix once he is unplugged? Why must we get only get glimpses? Well, Neo never got out of the matrix. Let's <laughs> let's let's call it what it is. He's still in it. Okay, it's just a different layer of it. Okay, number two is is that. You got to stop thinking that you're popping out of it. That's what prevents you from doing it. 
we use these words because they're necessary to, it's like the same way you talk to, uh, you know, I don't mean this in a disrespectful way. You talk to a five-year-old differently than you talk to a 10-year-old. You talk to a 10-year-old differently than you talk to a 15-year-old. You talk to a 15-year-old different than you talk to a 20-year-old, and you talk to a 30-year-old differently than you talk to the 20-year-old, okay? Because you know that they're capable of understanding something that, that is within a parameter of, of where they are, okay? So when we talk about popping in and out and everything, it's, it's because we're taking people that have had a level of what I'll call new age knowledge, metaphysical knowledge, spiritual, call whatever you want, okay? That these are the, the fundamental structure and tools they use to get there. But I say the tools are, are to say that we've gone from stones from smashing to, to sticks with stones tied to them, to an actual club, to an actual hammer, to a sledgehammer, to a freaking laser. And what goes beyond a laser, there's no laser, it just, it just particleizes it. And the particles, after it gets to particleize, it just becomes data and you just, you just change it. So it's, it's a matter of what you can comprehend. And, and your relationship to that is, is, is directly by how you can affect it. So, so when we talk about getting out of it, it's almost, it, it's workable to a certain point of the evolution of a person. And then eventually it becomes useless. You have to escalate to a new level of understanding. And this is, this is that transition where, you know, mm -hmm. that, that one enters into. Okay. So you're just saying that there's, it's the idea of escaping it eventually becomes its own kind of a prison. It becomes its own. Brilliant, yeah. Jesse. That's yeah. exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. And and that this is, goes back for want for nothing, gain everything. This goes back to to meditating on absolute nothing. But you need tools in order to to get yourself to that point to understanding the truth of that statement. Until you really get there, you don't. You can't. You you think you understand, but right. you really don't. Right. But that's part of the trap. And it's enough to make you crazy. <laughs> and it's just like everything is riddled with traps. It's it's <laughs> a, it's it's like it, it is a, it's like a. If it a, was easy, everybody like, would be able to escape. It's designed to keep you here. Otherwise, it would stop serving its purpose. Yeah, it's just like all these obstacle illusions or those games that they make like in China where it's like impossible to fix. It's like, but it's all in your mind. And it's like mm -hmm. you're trying to figure them out. And like, that's how you decode it. But then it's like a certain understanding only gets you to a certain point. But then then that no longer works to get to the next. It's just brilliant. It's just crazy. How how much there there is? Like I'm breaking now. Like it's well, it's it's all it's all almost overwhelming. At the same token, if you ever look from where you came a year ago or five years ago, you are so vastly beyond and capable and skilled and experienced spiritually, psychically, every way than you before. But nobody ever really looks at that growth. They only look at where they are now and what they want, not where they've come from. And you have to, and I've said this over and over again, you have to look from where you came in order to get a sense, your bearings on the direction of where you're going. Question, I'm going to merge with this one. They're, they're asking about the self-correcting code and the intelligence behind it and just asking if you could briefly explain it. With that being said, is reflecting back on how you've progressed over time in a way I don't like using the word hack, but a way to, in a sense, self-correcting code not to see you, I guess, as a threat or something that it has to correct. 
Well, what what you've done is you have, by act of will and will alone, as they say in Dune, you've you've evolved yourself. You've you've made yourself a much more complex problem for the Matrix to contend with. You have, in a sense, become an anomaly. Okay, mm-hmm. when you look at the Matrix. Everything that's in the matrix, okay, you're not necessarily Neo. Everybody wants to be Neo. Everybody wants to be what we think is human. But if they're in the matrix, they're not human. They just think they are. Even Neo thinks he, he, he awoke out of it, but he's not, okay? But when you see the old programs, as they call them, and they have abilities and stuff, they self-awoken in the sense that they identified that they were something more or could become more than what they thought they were. Mm-hmm. It was an awakening, so now they function in the matrix by default, by being aware they're in the matrix, they now can manipulate the matrix and do cool things, if you will. That's your psychic phenomena paranormal. And the, the level of that understanding, that relationship dictates their skill level, their abilities, okay? There's an ironic level of truth to that if you if you look at you know ancient teachings, spiritual teachings up to modern day spiritually, okay? Yeah. That 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 in itself, you know, is is your progression. So I don't know. I'm I'm, so, I'm getting tired so maybe, now. So, so maybe a, I guess a different way to to approach it is just touching upon the hidden key and how you say that you know there's a reflection that comes from certain objects or from certain things. But when I imagine or kind of go through the process of imagining my own growth, it seems like it's it's not just kind of what I'm realizing consciously uh, through my brain, but there's a feeling in my chest that I feel that's a reflection of kind of that that process and through that I'm would you say that I'm I would be imbuing my own frequency well, you're using words now that this this sure public doesn't know this okay. is where I get upset with you guys because sure. you got to talk on a level that everybody understands okay. and let them progress okay. okay and a lot of people understand what you're saying but there's a lot of people who won't okay. but, but, but look let's just get back to the basics okay the mm-hmm. autocorrecting code doesn't want you to do what you're doing it's mm-hmm. the number one thing that it doesn't want you to do it wants you to be on the level of what we call red cells Go to your, do your life, have your children, work your job, you know, da-da-da-da-da, enjoy nature, yada-yada-yada-yada. You become an anomaly when you actually start to question what you exist in. So, so this is ironic because you ask yourself, when did humans really awaken as a species? It's when we ask, I think, therefore I am. Do you understand? So it's in the sense you're asking what you are. Nothing asks what it is as far as we know, mm-hmm. except for humans. The moment we did that, we by questioning ourselves, we awoken. So you're, you're, what I'm saying is, is by doing so in this way and consistently asking that question, is, is, is reality what, what I am? And the answer is no, you're evolving. Now you're, you're looking for the understanding and the tools that start to bend. So to the, the autocorrecting code doesn't want you to affect reality and change it. So it's gonna fix that. It's, it wants to prevent you from doing that if it realizes you're doing it. It wants to prevent you from escalating as a challenge to its rules. You're, you're a rule breaker. You're, this is why I say rebel guru, okay? Because I'm, I'm a rule breaker. I shouldn't even be teaching what I teach and I shouldn't be so good at it, I hate to say, you know? But the, the point is, is that that is, is something that it wants to do to keep me from doing that. This is why I say sometimes shit happened in my life and it's designed to prevent everybody else from me awakening them. It's it's enough to deter you psychologically if it can, okay? So you have to work beyond that. So 
in essence, that's error correcting code. It's it's finding ways to prevent. So you know you got to be careful. You got to navigate it well. This is why we call it navigation. You got to have an understanding what, that you're actually moving your consciousness and evolving to something beyond the mundane, beyond your your normal self in in a, in a red cell way. So. So in essence, autocorrecting code is working on multiple levels in multiple ways, mm-hmm. mentally, spiritually, intellectually, sociologically, everything to keep you in that maze on, on that red cell level. A lot of people ask us, where's the best place to start with our courses and material? The fundamental backbone of everything in our catalog is the foundation meditation system. This is a unique meditation technique geared to the purpose of absorbing prana, stimulating key regions of the body that enhance sensory development, and allow one to tap into a source of unbridled spiritual energy. Foundation meditation can be learned in our book, Meditation Within Eternity, or you can visit our website, foundationmeditation.com, to acquire the audio course. Again, that's foundationmeditation.com. Each of Eric's books comes with a secure readers-only section online that contains a treasure trove of complimentary free training material. When you add up all the free training you get with each book, you have a combined total value of over $1,000 in additional content. This includes classes, guided meditation exercises, and more. Digital and physical copies are available at higherbalancebooks.com. Order the set on discount now, and we'll also send you a free guru deck in the mail for physical orders. Again, that's higherbalancebooks.com. Go there now, order your set, and join the growing movement of spiritual adepts. Follow us on Instagram at higherbalanceinstitute, all one word. If you like this podcast, please subscribe on iTunes and leave a positive review so you can help others like yourself find this knowledge. If you'd like to support this podcast, please visit our online store at higherbalance.com. Meditation. It's more than just relaxation. There are different kinds of meditation, just like there are different tools to do a job. Finding the right kind of meditation will decide whether you awaken or whether you just simply drift. Energy. More than just a thought, but of movement that you can literally feel through your body. Visions, more than a faded idea within your consciousness, but rather a vivid reality so clear it'll make you question reality itself. Meditation, if used properly, will show you how to move the currents of your mind into a better life, a more prosperous life, Consciousness expanding, memory improvement, inner balance, higher balance. Most of all, discover who and what you are and what 
you can do. Join us at Higher Balance Institute. We'll help change your world. Thank you for listening to Rebel Guru Radio.